You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Goop Podcast. You have been warned. Come. Yeah, can we get a uh, can, can we, we get, get a tapestry? Can, can we get a tapestry? Wait, or you know what you can get? What? Hello, dum dum. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wow, that's a good one right there. Hello, dum dum. <laughs> you know what? I searched high and low for the Great Gazoo, going hello, dum dum. Hello, dum dum. I even watched like an interview with the guy who did the voice of the Great Gazoo, hoping he would at some point go. Well, you know the idea of saying hello, dum dum, to them was like. But I could not find a clip where he actually says, hello, dum-dum. That's weird. That clip comes from an episode of Family Guy. Oh, jeez. Maybe he just... I don't know he if called he them dum-dum. I know he called them dum-dums. Sure, dum-dums. <laughs> Whatever, dum-dums. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Speaking of dum-dums, hey, everybody. It's Hey Pal, What's New? I'm oh. Greg, and that's John Alex over there. It's Friday night, man. Uh, We're in the sweat uh, box. We got, we got the fan on low. Uh, we got a we, John just queefed out a candle. Everything's good. Everything's good in the world, and uh, it is. Yeah, we got big stuff to talk about. We got trailers. We got a new segment and a new jingle. We're gonna do later. We got trailers. I caught up on all the stuff that John Alex uh, told me to watch. Yes, you better fucking watch it. I swear to God, I'm going to put you out with a pillow. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> you can push my face in the pillow. That's right. Because I am a pillow biter. Yeah, we got uh, we got rapist on TikTok and all kinds of good <gasps> stuff. So, yeah, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, let's just start it off with uh, what's new with you there, uh, dude. I took chili my- con carno. <laughs> I take my two remaining sc- school age children. School supply shopping. Back to no. school. Back to school. I don't want to go back to school. To prove to daddy that but, I'm no fool. But on the plus side, we went to the Dutchess County Fair. Oh, nice. And ate like, you know, $17 gyros. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Get I got kid a lobster roll because like, you know, it's lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, for those of you who don't know, a lobster roll is basically like lobster meat tossed with mayonnaise and then thrown into a hot dog bun. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah it's and they new- charge you $17 for those two. Yeah, it's a New England staple. <laughs> like, really. I mean, I don't know what the big deal is about lobsters. No. They're I've fucking never- prison food. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're just freaking They're freaking cockroaches of the sea. <laughs> Them and shrimp. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I, I can get down on some shrimp. I'll, I'll get down with any seafood. I mean, obviously, look at me. But, um... <laughs> but uh, look at well, me. I don't eat seafood. But lobster, like I don't like a food. I you know, I'm a carnivore. I just don't like you know when I eat a hamburger, I don't want to see the freaking cow's head. True. I don't understand these people that get whole lobsters and rip them apart, and and it's just like well, you can the, you can talk delicacy. to my wife. You can talk to my wife. She loves that shit. Oh, she does. Well, yeah, you might want to profile her or something. Um. <laughs> 
But anyway, yeah. yeah uh, that was my week. Mostly. So you did a little Dutchess County Fair action? Yeah, that's cool. Really, the only thing that happened with me was uh, today I actually went to go see uh, the new Fairfield marching band. Uh, they had band camp. Oh, you know one time at band camp? I took it. Never mind. <laughs> well, it reminded me of, uh, you know. Back in the days when I was younger. God damn it, we're old. Yes. You know, back when the two of us were would do band camp. It's always like right before school. It's hot as hell in the yep. summer. My 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 daughter um, is now band major, which is Ooh. awesome. Oh. You know, the old uh, do something that I never was able to do. <laughs> Too busy getting fucking drunk and high all through high school. Going in the woods, you know, smoking cigarettes in between. Like, you know, that's I always tell the story about our, our pal Mikey Stolper, how we met him, where he came in. I guess he was just came there from the Bronx. He was right. living in Co-op City. And he joined the marching band. And we look at him and we're like, you know, we're, we're playing. And then all of a sudden we're like, yeah, man, you want to go in the woods and uh, smoke a cigarette? He's like, yeah, man, that's cool. And the, the I was like, well, how did you meet him? I said, well, we were in band camp, and we went to go smoke cigarettes, and he had this backpack, and he wrote all those, like, band names, yep. like, all the logos. We're like, yeah, man, you down with SOD? Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, anthrax? Yeah, man, I, said, I love all that shit. Iron Maiden, of course. Yeah, I, you want to be friends? Okay, cool. And we were friends ever since. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was wild going to see um, – uh, at the end of the week on Friday, they kind of do like a show-off thing, you know. So I got to see my daughter conduct. You know, Ooh. she does two songs out of the three, and then she throws on her snare. I'm very proud of her, man. She's uh, she's rocking it. But oh. you know, poor Manal. We went there, and my my girl's allergic to bees. Oh, so, so like, am I. if she gets the sting, then you got to do the epipen and then rush off the. I don't know, like all the. I sound like one of those old men where it's like, oh, my tax money goes to all this. They had this beautiful field. And it's just, there's beehives everywhere. Yeah. So she's sitting there, and, like, the minute the bee comes out, it's like she's freaking out because she's afraid she's going to get stung. And these were aggressive bees. Poor girl had to go back to the car. Oh, I was going to say, did she go back to the car? Oh, yeah. She's like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> I don't don't say I blame her. Yeah, and she just texted Zoe like, oh, I thought your show was, you know, I thought it was great. And she was like, thank you. She's like, sorry, I couldn't stay. I was getting attacked by bees, which I was. Not I was the bees! Yeah, I felt like I was in Wicker Man again. Oh, not the bees! It was crazy, but... There's that, and uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. I, and I'm starting work. You're starting work. I'm starting work Monday. I had to uh, take my professional uh, photos for the website. For, oh, uh, you know, it was basically so like. So you had to put the gimp mask on? I did. Oh, my Ball God. Ball gag. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to say is Timu is a rotten fucking place. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> there is a ski mask. I will buy it. It's a ski mask. I'll show it to you. Maybe we'll put it on the bit. It's you can get it in black or white or pink. It's a ski mask, and it just says, yes, daddy. <laughs> I said, and it was like five bucks. I'm like, I'm getting this. Next gig, I'm coming out with the freaking yes, daddy. Oh, on fuck them. yeah. We have we'll, to do it. We'll get two of them. We'll do an episode of the podcast just wearing the ski mask. Yes, episode 69. We'll do that one. That's right. Be, well, you know, it'll be like, we're not going to be like slip down. We'll keep it on for like an hour and a half. But, uh, yeah, speaking of, uh, you know. Episode 69 and stuff like that. Guess what, kids? We're starting a Patreon. Ooh. Yeah, we're getting into the Patreon business because, you know, uh, put, keeping the lights on in this joint ain't easy. So, yeah. um, so we have a lot of really cool tiers, some stuff we're doing for the podcast. Um, we'll probably launch it maybe after this episode or... We're going to do Patreon-only episodes of, like, rank stuff, deep dives into movies... Um, all kinds of stuff like that. We're gonna for the SOSS shows. We're gonna do live streams on there, so only you guys can get access to it. 
We have exclusive merch. We have all kinds of cool stuff for a small monthly uh, subscription. Um, and then there's a higher tier one. If you're a content creator and you want us to you know, sponsor one of the episodes, we'll do that. There's two tiers. And the second one, the $10 tier, um, you'll actually be able to be sponsors on the oh. podcast. So if you got a new album coming out. You got, you know, you make fucking jewelry in your wow. basement. You, you know. You you, you give out look. It's either this or OnlyFans, people. So you know, I don't think you want to see any of this. It looks like melted ice cream. So we don't want that. Subscribe to the Patreon. It's a work in progress, but we should have it up this week. And once we do, get subscribing, okay? Uh. John, you got any news? Uh, yeah. Do you? Uh, well, yeah. And we'll make this quick. Uh, two TV shows that I very much... Well, one TV show I, I watched is now canceled. Cancel all appointments. Cancel your appointments. Uh, the, the Peripheral, which was on Amazon Prime. They actually had a season two renewal, but with the strike, all these studios are trying to figure out where to cut. It's like, not so fast, pal. <laughs> and that was the one with uh, Grace Chloe Mortens that I talked about, or oh. where she, like, logs into this, like, video game and can, like, see the future, like, go to the future mentally and, like, inhabit these uh, uh, robot that was built for her to take over in the future kind of shit. I don't know. Ah, I just recently watched Kick-Ass 2 again. Those oh, movies are so great. Good. I heard that they're trying to do a reboot. No, don't touch Please that don't. shit. Don't. You want to do a sequel? That's fine, but yeah. Um, no, what are you gonna do? I, Amazon Prime, like it has like certain shows. Yeah, but it's not like they have they they've cornered the boys in Invincible, and that's really all I watch on there. And now I'm upset because the other piece of news, Dune Part Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, it's now delayed until 2024 because of the strike. Who saw that coming? Well, I don't get it because I thought it was done, filmed, it's all set and ready to go. Are they just kind of putting it off? Well, I think they're seeing because of the strike, the actors and people can't, can't promote, promote it. it. So, but something like that, I mean, I don't know. There's a real question as far as with all, you know, with the actors and stuff promoting it, does it really move the needle as far as people going to see it? I mean, uh, studios can still promote a movie, right? Yeah. But the actors themselves are not going to promote it. Won't do a press it. tour. Yeah. Which, I mean, do people really... I guess they do. I mean, you know, the poor Blue Beetle is taking a beating, you know, and somebody, oh. but... But at the same time, then you have Barbie and Oppenheimer and stuff like that that's still doing freaking... Barbie's up to, like, what? $1.2 billion? Yes, you know? And they're not out there, so... I don't know. They're all everybody's getting gun shy, especially with the strike. And didn't the WGA meet with uh, the studios and and basically told them to, to go chew fuck on, go yeah. pound sand? Yeah, go chew on a strap, as my mom says. <laughs> That's all the news I have. But part news, which will lead us into our other little segment here, is Rebel Moon. Oh, trailers! Are we, are we getting into? Uh... Now hold on there one second, here, young fella. I was thinking about maybe the two of us. I just I, I I know you love hitting that button. I love that song. But it kind of goes under news and trailers because Rebel Moon is two parts, right? One coming out this year on twelve twenty two. One coming out next year four twenty nine. Yep. Um, inspired by Star Wars mm -hmm. and heavy metal. 
Yes, the, the yeah. movie. Apparently, this movie was a movie that Zack Snyder pitched to Star Wars, yes. saying, "I want to do this movie." And they were like, eh, "It's a little too Snydery." It's in a, a little... disconnected universe too. He was like, "I don't want this to be part of like the main, yeah, you know, canon stories." It's it's like. Somewhere else, some other planet, something that's going on. You can put it anywhere in the timeline you want. Doesn't matter, whatever. Yeah, and they just basically were like, "It's too Zack Snydery. It's too yep. dark. It's like no thanks." So he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna put it out." And on he Netflix. shopped at a couple other places first that didn't want it either. Yeah, so I mean, it's interesting that when you watch the trailer, it's very epic. You get the Dune vibes, you oh, get the yeah. Star Wars vibes, you get the uh, what was the other one I was thinking of? It's uh, obviously the the old samurai ones, which are inspired by Star right. Wars and all that stuff. And it's it is Snydery, you know. It's got the the typical Snyder tropes to it, but you know, color me intrigued, man. Well, it looks you know, really you, cool. You know how much more Snyder this thing gets? Well, apparently there's three different versions of this fucking thing. There's the PG thirteen version. There's mm-hmm. an R rated version, and then there's the one hour longer Zack Snyder's director's cut version. It, it almost it's of almost part a, one. And even Zack Snyder has said like it's become a joke now, where he's just like, well, you know, kind of the director's cut is what I do. Right. So they'll release the PG-13 one, then they'll do the R-rated one, which is the extended hour one. Okay. I, I tend to like his movies, his director's cuts of movies, regardless. So wait, only- but then it's like, all right, but I could see if they took Rebel Moon, right? And may, if they're putting out a PG-13 version of it. Right. Put it out. First of all, I'm surprised looking at this trailer. It's like, it's not going into theaters. It's only a Netflix. So you're like... It would be cool if they released a PG-13 one in theaters. Then, you know, Netflix could say, well, we got the R-rated version on ours. Um, right. But apparently not. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm sure, you know, they'll roll out the 18 versions of it, you know. And it's like, which one is I tend to always, when it comes to Zack Snyder, director's cut, Batman v Superman, uh, obviously the uh, the Justice League and all that stuff, That's uh, the, the director's cuts are always better with him, even Watchmen. Watchmen is one of my favorites. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that looked really, really good. It does. Uh, that I, was the only trailer I really cared about this yeah. week. The only one I, the only other one I saw was uh, I, I posted it on the page. It's the uh, Expendables 4 uh, is coming out, which, you know, full disclosure, I've never watched any of the Expendables movies. I've seen clips of them and stuff like that where I'm like, okay. Um, but I'm like, who cares about these aging actors, you know, these action stars and stuff like that. But they put out a trailer, and I guess apparently this new one is rated R, which it wasn't oh, before. Oh, yeah, they curse and they... Curse and they, a lot of blood and guts blood and, and gore, guts. which I'm like, wait, the other well, ones weren't freaking rated I, R? <laughs> I, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, it, a couple of weeks ago, I found out Kat had never seen mm. any of the Expendables movie. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> She's like, yeah. And we watched all three, the first three, boom, 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 one, one, right after the other. The third one was so ridiculous when they started bringing in like Ronda Rousey and like, it was yeah. Like, they, they tried to do a fast, the furious thing where it's just like, let's keep adding new people, new people. It's and it like, didn't work. And they were supposed to be, you know, part of the Expendables now. Yeah. Well, they're Stallone and you got freaking Jason. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, the best way to do a Jason Statham impersonation is just to say, you know what I mean really fast. You know what I'm mean? gonna go down there. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, really, this it's been light on the trailers, um, light on the movies too, as far yeah. as stuff like that. I did, um, you know, when we get into uh, the movies and TV, you know, like I said, there was a lot of uh, stuff that my buddy over here watched that I was like, let me give it a shot, and uh, yeah, I'll tell all about that stuff. And uh, 
we got some deep dives to go into some other stuff. So oh, yeah. uh, well, don't we have something new that we can? Well, play we do. We're 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 gonna take a quick little break to hear from our our new contributor. You asked for it. You got it. Have you heard that brand new song? It's holy shit. Have you seen that Marvel movie? Holy shit. Have you seen that Netflix show? It's holy shit. Hey, you got change in the corner? Let's get Tony's take on it. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Fuck you, asshole. All right, thanks for that great intro. My name is Justin, a.k.a. Tolly, and here is Tolly's take. So, of course, the big news this week, Ahsoka. And I have to say, it is absolutely everything that I wanted it to be. Uh, let's just call it what it is. It is Rebel Season 5. Uh, I'm going to get right into the pros of some of the things that I really liked. Uh, obviously, Sabine. Uh, big complaint that I'm seeing from a lot of people about Sabine, that she's bratty. She's always been bullheaded. It took me right back to Kanan when he was training her on the Darksaber. She was very bullheadish and uh, kind of like a leader, really. Uh, she's Mandalorian. It's kind of in her blood to question authority and, and get, get riled up in her rage and see results. But I think for her, it's kind of trying to get over that. That's, that's the big issue. It got her in a lot of trouble in this episode. And I think that adds a lot of character development to her uh, and a lot of potential for her character throughout the series. So that was a good start. I thought it was very symbolic. Uh, it felt empty and lonely at times. Uh, almost a bit lost because I think they are They're They're lost and they're looking for their friend. Uh, they're trying to prevent another war that I think eventually could lead to the new Republic, either becoming the new order or just maybe Thrawn's building some kind of army. Uh, the Knights of Ren might be introduced something ominous, something big is coming, but we're stuck in these two characters that are kind of, Kind of like the pot calling the kettle black at times when she calls Ahsoka out. Sabine calls Ahsoka out for uh, not having a home. A spaceship is not a home. But when you look at Sabine's home, it's a radio tower in the middle of nowhere. And she's just locked in her own thoughts and obsession of finding Ezra. So I, I thought that was very interesting. And I, I think the setting is symbolic in general. It, it did feel small. So... Some of the cons. Hera. I am not sold on Mary Elizabeth Winstead being Hera. I don't think she acts like Hera from Rebels. I don't think that she looks like Hera. And I would love to know uh, where Hera's child is, or, or now adult, or teenager, uh, that she had with Kanan, and that's where we last saw her. Um, I think it's pretty awesome that she has the role that she has, that she's a, a general and, you know, she has that authority and that pull. She definitely deserves it. But I just like to see, and hopefully they get into uh, what the kid is doing. Maybe the kid's a, a pilot. That'd be awesome, you know, or maybe he's being trained in the force. Um, finally, everyone else, I think, looks the part, especially Rosario Dawson. She looks amazing as Ahsoka. I just kind of miss Ahsoka. I don't know. This Ahsoka is an adult. This Ahsoka is, you know, they're going for that Zen, that Jedi Zen 
uh, adult Jedi, you know, whatever they want to call it. You know, she she ponders. She kind of, even in the way she moves, it's just kind of very slow. And sometimes I just want to say, get on with it or spit it out. Uh, it's kind of dry. It's kind of boring. Uh, the fight scenes are great. I do like the direction. I think Rosario Dawson herself is an amazing actor, but I just, uh, I kind of miss... I miss the old Ahsoka from Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, uh, but there was a progression there. It, you know, the Ahsoka in Rebels was more adult than in Clone Wars. So it, it is only natural. I think it works better when you have scenes here and there of that Jedi that's a little dry. And when she's the actual focal point of the whole story, that's where it's just kind of weird. So this has been Tolly's Take. You can follow me on Instagram at the Garden State Picker, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Let's get Tolly's take on it. Hey, check that out, man. It was Tolly's take right there. We promised you. We promised you we'd unleash the Tolly, and we did. I'll pull so out my thanks, Tolly for you. Thank you to Justin, Garden State Picker, for uh, giving us a little Tolly's take on Ahsoka. So, yeah, that'll be a, a segment that we have. Anytime there's a good tentpole thing, I always enjoyed his takes on the uh, on the on the Facebook stuff, oh, yeah. when he does the writing of it. So we were like, "Yeah, let's give it a shot." And uh, yeah, so, so that's I'm, the, I'm uh, working the debut. On, Justin likes Justin has a lot of detail. Yes. Um, so I, now, what did you think of Ahsoka? I enjoyed it. At, at first, I was kind of like a little iffy to it, uh, but the more I, you know, you watch other shows and you deep dive into it and you get some more of the lore. Um, I think definitely for people that haven't seen Rebels, they're going to get a little lost. Yeah. Because um, some and people were... said, oh, you don't need to see any of the Rebels or Clone Wars stuff to get it. And it's like, yeah, you do. You don't You don't necessarily have to. I think you'd enjoy it more if you know the Rebels stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. It's it, People are praising about it. And, you know, I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, you know, as far as. Look, there's so I I texted my boy over here when we when when it was on and we watched it and I said two words, double tap. Hell yeah! Because one of the criticisms I had about it is like, all right, so Sabine is fighting this this Jedi Padawan. We don't know they were where they are. I'm sure that'll come down. I'm sure, you know, come out down the road. They're fighting, and what is the deal with the new Star Wars stuff? It happened in Obi Wan. It's happening in this. She gets a lightsaber through her body. Now, yeah. granted, it wasn't maybe it was off to the side or something like that. Because it, it cauterizes the wound as it goes in and comes out. It must because then, then you cut to like, I, at first, I'll be honest, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, shit, they freaking killed her in the killed first her. episode. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool. And then the next one, it's like she's in the hospital bed. Wakey, and I'm like, makey, eggs and bakey. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, and it happened in Obi-Wan, too, with the Inquisitor. And it's like, don't these... It goes all the way back to Obi Wan. Goes yep. all the way back when the, you know, freaking Attic, Anakin was a you know a deep fried freaking turkey, and it was like, I'm just gonna leave you there to die. All no, right, no, no, finish the job. Yeah, fucking cut his head off, chopped her. Le- at, at least with Anakin with Dooku, he freaking gave him the old how do you do with the freaking two things and yep. cut his head off. You know, like Vader too. He's like freaking in Obi Wan. He gets the I forget her name of the Inquisitor. You know, does the same thing, Stan. And she, li- like, how do they live? I don't know. How do they live? Qui Gon got one fucking stab by Maul and he was dead. 
freaking Obi-Wan. Even Maul got cut in half and lived. Yeah. Nobody dies in Star Wars, which I'm not saying everybody should die in Star But, like, at the same time, it's like, if you're going to commit, fucking commit, dude. Yes. Like, just do it, you know? As far as anything else, um, you know, the, the Rebels characters, Sabine and, and Hera and stuff, I, I enjoyed, you know? Good seeing Chopper, that son of a bitch. I said the same thing Tolly did, too. It's like Rebels Season 5. Yeah. And that's what we expected, you know. Um, you know, Rosario uh, doing Ahsoka. You know, I I got I got definitely some uh, some Jedi Fallen Order vibes when she's moving the thing around to get the. And, I that's in my little review I have here. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to get your take. And the only other thing I want to mention too is, you know, like I said, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. I'm I'm excited about it. It's you know it's up there. It's good to see lightsabers back in in Star Wars now. Sure. You know, after a break with Andor and all that stuff, which I Andor is still the, the gold standard for me. It is. Um, so I was like, it's cool to see some Jedi, you know, Sith kind of stuff. And there's some there's stuff in Andor that this show is lacking. Yes, yes. Um, and you know what? It, it the only other thing I'll leave with is, can we stop with the maps? Oh my god! Every <laughs> let's it's like. We had freaking Force Awakens where they had the secret map. And the other one. Now, now I understand they have to find, you know, the, yeah. the, where Thrawn is hiding. But it's, like, all about freaking maps. I'm like, fucking really? Witches. Maps and, you know, witches and, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It, I, I, I'm definitely digging it. I don't oh, think I it's God's too. gift to fucking Star Wars like no. everybody's saying. But, you know. Well, and I, I don't want to touch on everything that everybody else is saying here's what my feeling was story wise i think it's telling a good story mm-hmm. and it makes an excellent season five for rebels sure. which but i feel like it's sloppy at times and plays like the fallen order video game yeah it's like you go to the temple you solve a puzzle that gives you an object then you take that object somewhere where you have to solve it but you can't so you go you leave you encounter some bad guys as you that you have to fight you travel to an old friend, ask them for help, then fight some bad guys, and you get it. Just keeps going. There's, there's, you're. I'm not shitting on it, but it yeah. seems like a very common formula that is being used over and over again in these types of TV shows and movies, mm-hmm. and it's getting tired to me. Um, really quick, lastly, the ugly. I, Justin, kind of touched on it, but I feel the show is kind of hollow, and by that I mean. It's empty. That's the thing we got in Andor, which was like they're building this universe that has people who do jobs and do things. And so far, two episodes, and I don't really feel that. I know they talked about like, you know, the ex-Empire employees who still work at the place because it's the easiest to use them. Yeah. But they're not building a world. Um, And you can tell that they rely so much on shooting in the volume. Yeah. There's so many scenes where it's like, Two characters standing there having dialogue and all this scenery and shit around them that's volume projected. And it's like you can tell by their acting that they're standing in an empty room, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, like, definitely I, I'm, I'm hoping in the next couple of episodes we get some more character development. Like, they – like, we talked about with Rebels. Like, they're like, oh, you don't have to see Rebels. And some people have said, like, yeah, no, I, I, I got the gist of it. But, like, Sabine – uh, uh, like if you didn't know that you know Ahsoka trained Sabine and then it's like she she walked away and then, then now she's a Padawan but apparently um, you know 
like the robot said, I forget the the name of the robot. He was really funny. Which is David Tennant, who yeah, does David Tennant, the, the voice in Rebels. Yeah, where it's just like you have the least amount of force <laughs> ability I've ever seen. Yeah, but yet it's just like you're gonna train her to be a Jedi. Yeah, and now she's gonna be a Padawan, I guess. I don't know. And then you know, there's a lot of questions. Um, I want to see definitely some more character development yeah. with them. Uh, I want to feel some emotion with these people. Which I don't. Which I think they kind and of. I watched Rebels. Yeah, and I think they're kind of praying of like the Rebels people being like, oh, I know all about this. It's like, for me, it's like, you know, okay. Like, it, I got more into the episode and enjoyed it more after watching shows like Screen Crush and all those places where they're sure. like, here's all the things that you missed. And I'm like, okay, cool. Same. I'm down. You know, like, uh, I'll never not watch a Star Wars show. No. Um, is it the second coming of Andor? No. Um, well, because like I said, Andor has that whole world. You feel like you're watching the daily lives of people. And look, I, I know in the Rebels TV show you can get away with that because it's a cartoon and you expect it's two-dimensional, it's flat. You don't need characters constantly walking around the background and all that other shit. But this is three-dimensional. And we kind of come to expect that things go on in the background in real life because it's depth. There's depth to the show you see the scenery filming in the volume. It's like, I don't feel that depth. It's great when they build a whole set in there and then yeah. just use that for like, oh, that's the desert behind. Yeah. But this feels like they're just using just that. I mean, in the next episode that's coming up is only going to be about 30, 35 minutes. So it's like with credits, you're like, okay, um, we don't have much time to waste here. You know, no. like let's get to the let's get to the gist of it. But overall, I mean, like I said, I didn't hate it. Uh, right. I liked it better than Boba Fett. I liked it better than the last season of The Mandalorian. Sure. Um, so it's up there. Um, it's just tough to be with Andor. You well, know, like they really got and, – and maybe, you know, maybe down the line a couple episodes in we'll get a little bit more because I'm really fascinated with the New Republic. I'm really yes. fascinated with, you know, how they showed – especially in Andor, how like the New Republic's not that much different than the Sith, you know, or the Empire. No. And how the First Order gets uh, gets built – under all this stuff. Now, I know Thrawn has something to do with it. You well, know? yeah, I think Thrawn's going to come back, and that'll be, like, the beginning of all that. Just Justin touched on something when he and I talked, um, which didn't make it into his little, thing, his little Tolly's Take video. How do you do? But, uh, one, it's nice that, you know, we don't have this grand messiah. Yeah. I know people feel like Ezra's going to be, but I don't think that he doesn't think they are, and I don't think they are. But he pointed out the Norse, Norse mythology connection, because apparently the two villains, and I'm going to get this right, are Balin Skull and Shin Hati, H-A-T-I. Hati. Which are the two wolves in Norse mythology that chase each other around the earth creating day and night. Yeah, and um, they touched on that in the world between worlds, too, where they had all the wolves. Uh, the right, well, that's because fucking Filoni loves fucking wolves. <laughs> He's all about the fucking wolves. Where's your hat? Put your hat on. Uh, it's <laughs> your felony hat. <laughs> I should have put my hat on for this. I mean, I like the show. Like you, I- I'm gonna watch it. You give me something Star Wars, and you know, yeah, I- I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I mean, I love you know, I, I love the character, so I just want to see how it goes. You know, and it- and like I said, it's a good bridge between you know, we're getting a lot of stuff between Jedi and Force Awakens. Yes. You know, where it's like, oh, that kind of unknown area of Andor is in, well, Andor now is in that in that New Republic area. The whole New Republic area for me is fascinating. Well, yeah. And, and I think um, well, maybe it was on Screen Crush they mentioned that 
that they're giving you an entire new galaxy. Yes. Off in the middle of nowhere that that can become a vehicle for all these other Star Wars side shows, movies, a whole new saga, everything can take place in that offshoot universe. That could be a place where all of the Jedi retreated to and got to. I mean, hopefully we get some new characters, get away from the whole Skywalker saga Please. kind of thing. And just, uh, I mean, it's nice to see, you know, like, you know, we talked about with, with Bad Batch where it's like the Wookiee with the lightsaber. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Um, but I don't need, you know, Yaddle references I, uh, and shit. Like, you're just like, all right, can we move on? I'm sure you know the story that when they were filming uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. That when they were doing like the Forest of Andor and they had like Chewbacca, Peter Mayhew walking around out in the Redwood Forest, they told yeah. him, please don't wander off set because they might think you're a fucking Sasquatch. <laughs> <and> shoot you. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's a Sasquatch. He's it's coming right, right for us. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking gets riddled with bullets. Oh. It's just like that's what it looks like. I think about like, you can't put on like a, a fucking Sasquatch suit and just walk through the woods. Someone will fucking shoot you. Oh yeah. I used to joke it'd be funny to get like a Yeti costume and then during a <laughs> snowstorm stand on the side of the road and wave to people. <laughs> I really want to do it. Oh, I have a feeling <laughs> I think that's, that's going to happen. My Halloween costume this year is a Yeti costume. <laughs> and then during the snowstorms, I'll walk to the end of my road and just stand there and wave as the cars drive by and watch them skid and crash. <laughs> and then they'll pull this episode of the podcast up and use it as evidence in my fucking trial. <laughs> you knew they could crash. You knew those people were in danger. And hey, you look, did man, it anyway. No people... Nobody gives a shit about aliens being here, apparently, so maybe the Yeti no. thing will get by. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's fucking Yeti. So what? I knew they were around. Hey, hashtag free the Yeti. Anyway. <laughs> free the Yeti. Hashtag free the Yeti. Is that the, new, is that the title of this episode? I think it might be, yeah. Ahsoka and free the Yeti. <laughs> free that Yeti. Stomp, stomp, stomp. What? The freaking uh, backyardigans. They had oh. the, the Yeti stomp. Stomp, stomp, stomp. I'm a Yeti. I'm doing that Yeti stomp. Oh. <laughs> Are we good with Ahsoka? I think we are, yeah. The, the only thing I want to talk about, I went down this rabbit hole. I found this show called The Winter King. Now, if anybody has watched uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you had, um, oh, my God, what the fuck did I say his name was? Uh, he was the scientist guy. It was married to the girl. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> but Fitz. That's later. It was, okay, so on... Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there was a character, Fitz. The actor who plays him in mm -hmm. this show, and it was a long way to go, um, plays Arthur from, you know, Arthurian legend. Yeah. Um, and that's what the show is. It, it takes place, it, it's kind of a retelling of that whole Arthur legend. But what I like about it is it's super gritty and, and like, like that show Vikings is. I don't know if yeah. you've watched Vikings. Yeah, I've seen some of it, yeah. You watch that show Vikings, like, this is how fucking Vikings really actually lived. Sure. And that's what this show it looks like it's turning out to be because you watch all these King Arthur movie shows and it's like this grand hall, a big throne, and like, you know, tapestries all over the wall and shit. And this place was like, yeah, it was like a tiny little castle and, <laughs> and a dirt floor with like literally campfires all around the floor to keep the place warm and no yeah. big throne or anything like that. So um, it was only one episode. Okay. But what that did was sent me down an MGM fucking. It's on MGM Plus. It MGM Plus. MGM Plus. Everybody's the Plus. Everything's a Plus. Um, sent me down this this MGM Plus rabbit hole of watching all their other historical drama shows. Oh, I'm not gonna get into boy. them, but 
<laughs> that's what happens to me. And then I fucking binge the fuck out of them. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. No, I mean, well, like I mentioned before with the uh, with the TV stuff, uh, there was a lot of stuff that you mentioned on last week's episode. And since I had the time, since I had like well, a couple weeks off before I started with your job, um, I, uh, I, I took your recommendations and watched a bunch of stuff. One oh, of the good. ones I watched was Twisted Metal. On the, the peak. And I loved it. Oh. I thought it was great. Anthony Mackie was was I, I was getting a little worried, you know, like he'd be a little too goofy. Yeah. Um, dude, motherfucking Sweet Tooth. <laughs> Fuck. What's amazing about Sweet Tooth is you've got the uh Samoa Joe playing Sweet Tooth, but yep. you got Will Arnett doing the voice. Yeah. And you know what was cool about it is that it was a it's an apocalyptic thing, but it's not filled with zombies and monsters right. and shit like that. It's basically like the premise of it was, what if all of our technology just shit the bed? Yeah. And this is what, like, that, that's how. The A giant of, EMP that knocked out all the electronics in the world. Yeah. And that's how freaking reliant we are on technology is that all of a sudden it's like that goes out. The whole world goes to shit and they start building walls about that. So it was kind of cool where it was like. It was more, and a lot of those zombie shows like Walking Dead and all that stuff, they they have the zombies, but they always say, oh, you know, the, the biggest threat are humans. Well, in this, they were like, let's get rid of all the zombie bullshit. Yep. Let's just have, like, you know, People. certain pockets, and, you know, let's let's concentrate on the humans or vultures and, and all that stuff and the milkmen, and it was real. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's I was funny. Like, there was a TV show a long time ago that I watched that was a post-apocalyptic show, mm-hmm. and it was about, like, these scientists created these nanites that disabled all electronics on the planet. They they spread and disabled everything, and we went back to this time of, like, no electronics, and then they fucking jumped the shark and, like, but we have this USB drive that if we plug it into a computer, it'll... Was, was that the J.J. Abrams one? Yep. Oh, yeah. That did, I, t- I watched that one episode, and I was like... It was looking to be a good show, and then it just kind of fucking jumped the shark. The but. only the only thing I liked about that show is they they let the grass grow because that's the big joke in like Walking Dead. Like who's fucking mowing all these lawns? That's right. <laughs> like, it's like it's like the prison's got a pristine fucking lawn. It's like who's out there? Like, <laughs> I I did watch that. Gold Two Sabino must have been in the apocalypse. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, a little inside joke for you kids. Um, you uh you. Talked last week about those episodes of Vice, the 2000s. Yeah. I watched those with Opie and Anthony. Howard's such a fucking dick. Oh, yeah. The way he goes from being like a misogynistic fucking, I don't even know what to call him, and turns into like, I'm the everyman. Yeah. Robin. (laughs) Nobody can fucking relate to him. Like, you know, he used to, yeah, he used to be the everyman. It was like, I'm married. I can't get, you know, I'm not getting sex anymore. Like, I have a small dick and all this shit. Like, he was telling my life story. No, exactly. I'm just kidding. That's, I'm just you know, kidding. That's me to a T, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then he became like, you know, and that's what kind of drew his audience away a little bit, I think. I mean, there's always going to be the Howard people that are just like devoted to this guy. Um, and, you know, his, and I noticed something, somebody pointed out something with Howard's interviews. Because he's always saying, "Oh, I'm such a great interviewer." I'm just, he takes it, it, and you'll. I'm going to tell you this now, and now every time you see a Howard interview, you're going to be like, "Son of a bitch!" He basically takes what the guest says and just repeats it. Like it'll just be like, "Yeah, you know." So it was a really tough time. You know, I was recording this third album. Yeah, so you were recording that third album, and yeah, th- there was uh, some tragedy. 
well, yes, there was some tragedy. Like, you know, uh, I, I lost my father. So you lost your father. <laughs> he just basically repeats the shit. Wow. It annoys the shit out of me now. I watch it. I'm just like, you're no fucking, you know. But then at the other end, like, you know, the O&A guys, I mean, Anthony's still going strong. Uh, Opie's on beach I, you, I checked that out. You were like, and Opie's got like, you know, I think we got more followers than Opie. Yeah. His, I, it's, it's hey, so, Opie, you know, Opie, hey, if you're listening and you want to advertise on the Hey Pod What's New podcast. Absolutely. Come on Become now. a Patreon. Yeah. I mean, he still talks like he's, you know, hot shit. But at the same time, it's just like, look, and if he's happy, he made his millions. He's sitting. He's got a family. He's got doggy. And he just sits out on the beach. I don't watch Opie. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I watch... Uh, who are these podcasts? Have you ever watched that show? No. It's basically they took Jocktober and just made like their own podcast episode about it. And basically, what they do is they pull up like their their big targets are like Stuttering John okay. and Opie and stuff like that, and they just fucking tear apart their shows. <laughs> it's uh, called Who Are There? Who Are These Podcasts? Uh, we should we should send them our podcast. Oh damn! Please rip it Look up. Look at man. these two fucking nobodies. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And they basically just because you know Opie says some shit or like Stutter and John. If you ever follow him, oh my god, he's a freaking disaster. Is he? Oh yeah, yeah, he's uh, crazy. Um, but yeah, he they basically just watch their show and just rip it apart. It's kind of sad for the fact that like. These are like grown men, like goof, like they get into these like little prissy fucking battles, and you're like, dude, you're fucking fifty, like stop, <laughs> you know, like Jesus, who cares? Um, but yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, the other one that I saw uh, going down the TV line is I did watch the Debt versus Heard. Yes, um, very good. I, I enjoyed it. I like, like you said, how it went to the back and forth, where you can kind of. You know, it wasn't like all of Depp's testimony than all of Amber Heard's testimony. Right. It made it easier to follow. What easier to follow, and you know, my my assumption is basically the same thing. It's like she's, you know, as my father would say, nuttier than a shit house rat, and <laughs> he's not that much off. But no. at the same time, it was like the lesser of two evils. I mean, I love Johnny Depp. I think he's you know a phenomenal actor. Sure. I must watch fucking Black Mass like a hundred times. But that's the thing with actors, dude. Any actor that's amazing, there's something fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah, and she that's just, how they get that good. And it did seem like it was definitely the court of public opinion. Like everybody was just like that pulls into the courthouse and everybody's cheering, he's waving and stuff. Amber comes by and it's like, boo, you suck. <laughs> you know, Her like, career is over. Yeah, yeah, but she also, you know, at the same time, she tried to set him up multiple times. Oh, yeah. Setting up cameras, like, look, look what a badass he is. And I learned about the Megapint. <laughs> the Megapint? Uh, the uh, so me I poured myself a, uh, a, uh, a Megapint. A Megapint. That's what I talk about, like, watching him do uh, testimony. It's like he's searching for the word, and he's like, it was um, there was a... a uh, Megapint. Yeah. And uh, I looked into the bed and I saw excrement. Dude, I'm looking and I'm going, I look at the picture of Johnny Depp with the fucking ice cream passed out. Who the fuck hasn't done that? Yeah, well, yeah. I've done it. And she's taking pictures. Oh, oh, the other one was perfectly like, look at him. He's passed out. It's like he's on vacation. He's taking a nap. Leave him alone. You know, like. Yeah. And yeah, he did have drug problems, but at the same time, it was just like they, she was trying to paint him as like such a. And at the same time, like you know, he's been in the public eye for so long. At the same, like 
nobody, Winona Ryder, you know, Kate Moss came to, to his defense. Yeah. And all these other girlfriends, public, none of them came back and said, oh, yeah, he's fucking, he's, he's violent. And I feel like they were going to call, like, people like Jason Momoa and stuff to testify, too, because. My man. My man. <laughs> but they didn't, so. No, but it was, it was definitely interesting. And, you know, my take on it was just basically, like. Hot take. Yeah. I mean, she was fucking nutty than a shithouse rat, and fucking Johnny Depp's a little teetering off, you know. You know, he's oh, got to go to the court and uh, got to put on a few more bracelets. <laughs> Does anybody have a scarf I'm, I can I'm put on? I'm looking for uh, um, Megapint. <laughs> a, uh, maybe something jade. Jade bracelet. <laughs> yeah, you have a bracelet or maybe anyway. a, a scarf. So, Greg, on. let me ask you. <laughs> yes. Do we have any music information? Does the Pope shit in the woods? Yeah, boobies indeed, everybody. So, yeah, we got a bunch of new music that's out. Um, one of the news TikTok things that I saw, uh, and I didn't even realize this, uh, apparently anti-flag. Um, what? Wait, this, hold on. Oh, oh wait, yeah, hit that button. I, I gotta, love that one. I got to yeah. find that button. Someone's been melting bar. Someone's ground behind. Someone pulled his picker out, and now they're in a bind. Play with it. He's a very naughty boy. Yeah, I mean, I should know the singer's name in Anti-Flag, but I was watching that, and I was like, wait, when did this happen? Apparently, he... Uh, the singer of Anti Flag is a kind of, not a kid toucher. He's more of a a, a very aggressive, uh, sexually like maybe uh, starts with apist, <laughs> and uh, he was accused of it. Um, and then the next thing you know, uh, their website's down, their all their socials are gone, uh, and there's a statement saying, "Yeah, we broke up." But they just released a new song. Yeah, I mean, it makes me want to yell. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. Stomp, stomp, stomp. I'm stomping at Yeti, stomp. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Told you, yeah. It's the hashtag save the Yeti. They heard it. I mean, they must be listening. They just released that live. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they all disappeared. And apparently I was, I went down the rabbit hole of that. Nothing screams the whole band knew what the fuck was going on. Like, all right, the jig is up. We're done. <sighs> yeah, and then all these other TikToks came out with these, like, you know, with these punk rock chicks going... Yeah, it's it's been a, a well known thing in the punk community that this singer is just basically like a freaking rapist and just wow. like so it was like you know like when Rob Halford came out it was like no shit you know at the same time it was like oh really he got singer accused for, of for for anti flag is a uh, rapist yeah I yeah, mean and your point yeah <laughs> I mean we played you're just I, finding this out <laughs> uh, you know we talk about. Um, I when we went on tour, uh, one Wait, of the you, first, you went on tour. I sure did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we did tour with POS. The first gig we played was in St. Louis, and it was us, Anti Flag, and the UK Subs, uh, in St. Louis. I wasn't um, there. No, it was in St. Louis. But that was uh, that's a whole other freaking back in the day story. Talk about Saugat, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, it's been well documented. Anywho, um, yeah. So that was really the only new things uh, um, as far as like news goes. Music wise, 
There's been a bunch of stuff that's out there. Um, I'll, I'll touch on the full links first because um, oh, they're, touch- they're wow. We'll go full length. How go, low? We ain't going six inch, pal. We're going freaking foot long. Hello, dum dum. That's exactly. right. I'll play the shit out of that. Yeah, because we always talk about singles. Actually, these bands that we were chatting about, um, and we put singles on the uh, playlist. Which, by the way, guys, get on that Hey Pal, what's new Spotify playlist for 2023. You want to hear any of these songs? Make your own opinion about them. This is just my opinion. If you don't like what I say, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I ripped off that thing. So, uh, yeah, full length wise, um, that band we were talking about, A Giant Dog, that one with a really weird cover, um, their full length came out called Bite. Um, Listen to a little bit of it. It's it's good. You know, it's... uh, it's different. I thought it was on that live from the rock room. It was actually not. There was another band I was thinking God about. Damn it. Um, I think a giant dog that our boy Noah told me about. Um, they're a really good band. They're a little different. Um, that album is out. I definitely, you know, I would say give that a shot. Uh, another full length that came out was uh, MXPX. Whoa. Yeah, Find a Way Home. Those guys are still kicking it. Wow. It sounds like When was MXPX. the last time they came out with something? Uh, they've been around. They, they. That's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 I think one of the other playlists we had, it was it like year one or whatever it was, they had some singles. But this well, is like now, a full... we're, we're now we're in year three. Yeah, I know, right? Fuck. Uh, and so uh, uh, going back to the, uh, we're going to do this one. Can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. Um, hey, kids, Helmet has a new song out. <laughs> I can't do the crickets. Uh, yeah, you know, I was a huge fan of Helmet. Uh, you know, Meantime and Betty, those albums, like, freaking heavy groove as fuck. Um, they have a new song out called Holiday. Uh, uh, it's, holiday. It's, it's, it's not good. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, guys. It is just... It's not my particular cup of tea. I it's just, not your brand of vodka. Exactly. Um, you know, they always had the one clean singer, Paige. Uh, is it Paige Hamilton? Uh, I forget. Um, then the other guy who does more of the heavy stuff. It is just so disjointed. And it was a disappointment because I was like, oh, man, new helmet. And I'm like, yeah, new helmet. And, th- you know, there's certain names of songs like Holiday. It's been used a lot. I think we have to retire the name Holiday between Madonna I mean, Turnstile's got a great song, Holiday, but it's like, dude, can we be more freaking creative? Um, so anyway, that's that. Uh, the other, uh, I thought they were dead. I keep talking about uh, Candlebox. Hey, kids, Candlebox has got a full-length album called The Long Goodbye. Um, you know, they did put out an album maybe two years ago, Wolves, I think it was called. It was okay. actually really good, and I'm not like a huge Candlebox, you know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they came out that whole post grunge shit. Uh, yeah, but, you know, they had some songs when it was good, you know. I, I, I'll say it. Simple Lessons is, like, one of my favorite songs. It, it's mm. a Candlebox song. So they have a new album out. Uh, Stained keeps coming out with stuff in this condition. I was a big fan of Stained. Um, but then. For about it, a week. Yeah, and then What's His Nuts went solo, and he became real Trumpy right wing. Oh, like, boy. You know, Let's go, Brandon. Kind of shit. You're just went like, on tour with uh, Five Finger Death. But no, <laughs> Kid Rock. Yeah. Did you see that article where Kid Rock was caught drinking a Bud Light? <laughs> <gasps> no. Well, he did well, that whole like, video like? of him shooting up Bud Light cans because of all the freaking controversy about it, and then he's at this concert. He's got a fucking Bud Light. 
Oh, well, you like, know, when it's all they got for you to drink, what are you going to do? Drink nothing or drink Bud Light? It's like that shirt. It's just, you know, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's right. You know, hey, man, you know, Bud Light in the house, whatever. But, uh, yeah, way to stay on there. But uh, I'd rather drink nothing but go ahead. <laughs> exactly. I can't be drinking no Bud Light. Um, so, yeah, Stained is another song called In This Condition. It's, it's almost kind of like an EP. Um, and like I said, I was real. I liked Stained in the beginning, mm. and then it was been a while, been a while. Oh my god, oh boy! And then oh now he's he was doing his acoustic stuff, and he, it's it's not the whole right wing. I, I hate to do the the right wing, left wings kind of. I you know I kind of fall in the middle personally, but it's like, you know, when you go too extreme, you know, when you get into the Ted Nugent category, then oh, you're kind of yeah. like. You know, but Ted Nugent, I can forgive. Ted Nugent wrote fucking Wang Dang, Sweet Poontang, and freaking Stranglehold. Oh, he gets Jesus a pass. <laughs> Since you put it that way. Yeah, I mean, come on. Cat Scratch Fever. I mean, you know, sometimes you can get past it a little bit. And like we always say, I don't like to, ju- you know, I try to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Um, but for him to, you know, to go from Stain, which is like a, you know, a heavier band, then to do this like country acoustic, you know, right wing kind of stuff, and then now going back to stained, it's kind of like, you better fucking, yeah. you better deliver the goods, as my man Rob Halford would say. Um, you better, better deliver the goods. Deliver the goods. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So, a lot of stuff out there. Oh yeah, and by the way, Miley Cyrus has a new song. Hmm. What? I really need I'm a sorry. cricket button. I, I nodded I off. Crickets. <laughs> that little. Now hold on. One second. <laughs> wow. There. Um, yeah, so there is a lot of stuff out there. You got to dig, man. You got to dig. I, I, I'm honestly looking at all these uh, new releases on the uh, music news, and I'm like, I don't. I think I would probably recommend A Giant Dog. Uh, yeah. Couldn't tell you what song. <laughs> you know, like, and, uh, you know, MXPX is always a good treat. But, you know, it was tough to go. It was kind of like the Adolescence album that I love. Um, they they always put out new music, but at the same time, it's like I can't really pick a song to put on the playlist. So I think I put the helmet one on only for the fact that, oh boy, you gotta oh, listen yeah. to it and just be like, I will. This ain't good. So that's pretty much. I'd it put it on right now, but like you know, we're not monetized as it is. That's I know. why we have a Patreon. That's right. Yeah. So let's 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 touch on. I'm done with the music. So you don't have to play the theme song. You did. I did. Now hold on there one second, young fella. There you go. <laughs> See why you get this stuff for free when you can be a patron. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Actually, after we sign off on here, okay, uh, I'm going to share that poll. So you guys get on there. If you're a fan of the podcast, uh, which, by the way, like we said, we look at the numbers. They're great. Thank you. We're, but we want this to grow. We want this to be better. We want to give you exclusive content. We want it to be gooder. We need your money to buy hats. <laughs> yes, we need your money. Dave Filoni hats are not cheap, no. all right? What was that from? We need your money to buy hats. Oh, um, that was oh, something. That was a uh, it was a, that comedian. It's a Yumicorn. It's not a Yumis, it's a Yumicef. So donate it's now. It's not a Yumicorn, it's a Yumicef. He's got a big Willie Johnson out there and we need your money to buy hats. <laughs> so yeah, become a patron. Like, share, subscribe, listen, tell your friends, tell your mother, tell your hide your kids, hide your wife. You know, put your money where your mouth is, mother. Uh, put something where your mouth is. Your straw. 